Rose Palm people, welcome back to yet another episode of the Authentically Iconic Podcast with your host. And today we are on episode number 52. Uh, thank you for tapping in. I took a, a brief hiatus for like two weeks, but we back at it again. Um, and today, uh, this is one of the topics, I'm going to be covering one of the topics that um, our listeners requested which I thought was a dope topic. Um, I did like a question box type of thing on my stories on my podcast page. And uh, this was one of the topics that was requested to speak on. And I'm very Male birth excited. control. Uh, and I'm very excited to speak on this because as a woman, a grown ass woman, um, I have a little bit of experience with birth control. And I think any woman that is already you know, deep in their twenties, uh, or before whatever, um, has had some type of experience with birth control. Um, so yeah, I just want to get right to it. I, I do feel like there is this, this shift or I, I feel like society itself just feels that society women- looks as women looks to women to compromise their bodies before they ever look at a man to compromise their body. Um, and what's crazy is that the reason we even get pregnant is because of men. Obviously that's like what they do. Um, so that's why that's always been a wild concept to me since I was young. Um, but you know, let's talk about the positives of birth control first, because I don't want to sit here and be like a negative Nancy, and just be like, you know, uh, birth control is terrible, whatever, whatever, because um, it is a fact, documented fact that, you know, some women do, it does help them. Um, I wasn't one of those women for sure. I definitely, um, I had some benefits from it, but the, I had more negative effects than benefits. And I'll get into that um, personally. But again, I don't want to sit here and just be uh, bashing birth control because at the end of the day, there's so many different forms of it as well. So that also depends, you know, you can get it for women. Um, let's talk about the options for women because we have a thousand. Uh, the ones that I'm aware of is the the ring, which I believe is like shoved up your vagina. Um, and then uh, I believe there's a shot, which you have to get like monthly. Obviously the pill, everybody knows the pill. And then there's a thing, a thing that is like an implant. That one has always scared me. Um, and I knew a homegirl that got pregnant twice, not once, but twice is still having that implant thing. So I don't even know how effective that is. Um, and I heard you don't get your period for like the whole year or whatever, but yeah, those are the only ones that I know of off, off just like memory, but I only had experience with the pill. Um, I liked the pill more than any other birth control because, um, you can get off of it. Like you can, if you don't feel good, you know what I mean? You can just stop taking it. Um, or if the effects are negative on you, you can just t- stop taking it. And I think um, a lot of women, like, you know, when you get the shot, that's unfortunately already in you. Or like the implant, it's already in you. Um, the ring one, I'm pretty sure you can remove. I don't know how that works. Um, I've never, I don't have experience with that one. But again, it's just, I liked the pill just because you have more control over it. So again, every, every single woman has a, uh, has a different body. Every single woman, um, maneuvers differently and deals with, um, birth control differently. And, you know, our hormones are already complex as it is me personally experiencing, um, 
I had I had what you called, which a lot of women that are probably listening to this podcast are familiar. Um, you can get ovarian cyst, which is basically like they're like little balls of like blood, I guess. But like they can get well, a cyst is not. But like a cyst can basically get very, very big and get swollen to the point that it's very, very, very painful. I don't wish that upon any woman um, or just anyone because men can get cysts too. But in your ovaries, like that shit is different. And I believe I got that when I was like 13, 14. I don't know. A lot of women get it when they're like one year into um, their period um, and getting their period, most women and everyone's different again, but most women on average, uh, get their period when they're like 11, 12 around there. So, um, you can start having issues like that. Cause you know, your hormones are kind of all over the place. So I remember getting an ovarian cyst and the pain was so terrible. Um, nobody, like my mom took me to some type of gynecologist, um, in San Diego at the time. And they didn't really know what to do with me. And I ended up going to TJ, um, for those of you that don't know, that's Tijuana, Mexico, which is like right next to San Diego. Um, and usually healthcare is like way more affordable over there anyway. Um, but they took me to a gynecologist over there and they prescribed me uh, birth control. And that was my first experience with birth control. I was 13, 14 years old. So I was already kind of like, it was, it was a weird experience for me, but again, I obviously wasn't having, I personally wasn't having sex, uh, at that age. Um, I definitely, I lost my virginity when I was like 18. So yeah, birth control for me at that time was just kind of like a, something I was taking that the doctor was telling me to take. Um, so obviously as time progressed, um, and I obviously became sexually active, uh, I remember, that it was obviously you wanted her to be safe. And so it's like taking the birth control and, and also using condoms and all of that. Um, that was kind of like the thing, but I think the way it's so scary and to think about, and I'm very happy that I'm talking about this. It's kind of therapeutic to talk about this shit, to be honest. Um, but like, you never really get an option as a woman. I think like, as women, we don't really get the fucking option to be like, oh, you know, like, um, I don't feel like taking birth control because at the end of the day, we're the ones that get pregnant, you know what I'm saying? But if you really look deep into it, and this is why I love this, this uh, topic, um, men should also have options because at the end of the day, what options do men have? Society says men get to take zero birth control and get can be reckless with their dick you know, and their only other option is a vasectomy. That is the only two options. If you literally Google right now, male birth control, that is the only thing that comes up. Um, and that just says a lot about society in itself. And it's so crazy because, you know, the society we live in for decades and decades and decades has thrived off of controlling uh, a woman's body and, and what we do with our bodies and what we put into our bodies. I don't even think it was like normalized for women to be able to openly speak about masturbation, um, until a couple, a few years ago. Um, me growing up, that definitely wasn't something that was pushed. That definitely wasn't something that was spoken about. It was kind of taboo to really speak about, um, masturbating as a, as a female, you know, like a man though, like I heard about men jacking off when I was probably like 11, 12, I don't even know, like probably middle school. 
um men that is something that is very regular and normal and men start talking about that shit very very early so my point is to not not to get too tmi here um but the point is is that the way that we speak about women's bodies and men's bodies is very very different and it's a, in a very different context um and i just feel like the men that i've even came across briefly that i spoke to or even remotely mentioned male birth control they were like taken taken aback like they're just like excuse me like what do you mean like birth control you know what i mean like men men feel almost offended if you say that you know what i'm saying and then if you say okay well then get a vasectomy oh no i'm i don't want that i want kids okay so at the end of the day it just i just feel like it needs to be it needs to be a bigger conversation a more open conversation and also men need to be able to be more accountable and women, both of us. But the thing is, is for the most part, women are the ones that are accountable because we have to be, um, you know, because our wounds and our you, we have uterus, we have all these different things. We got a period. We got so many different things that men, men would not survive a day in our shoes. And I'm going to just say that respectfully, because a lot of men, like they be thinking, you know, it's like shit ain't sweet. Like it's difficult to have a period. It's difficult to deal with all of these emotions. We're pretty much just uh able to be our normal selves for like one fucking week, like out of out of the whole month. Like that's how much birth control and hormones and periods and all these different things affect us uh, emotionally and mentally and all of the above you know and and we also you know could let's talk about it since we here already like when you get your period or there there is there's the time that you get your period and then there's the time before your period which is also a process like and people don't understand that like it's like as women we're going through so much like so many different things at once and we also on top of it have to show up to work i cannot tell you the amount of times in my life that i've literally I've literally gotten up, you know, and, and ladies, whoever, like whoever is listening to this, um, you all know that the first day is, is almost always the worst because the first day of your period is like, is rough. You know what I'm saying? Like you really fighting for your life. Cause you, your cramps are at an all time high. You're probably, you're probably bleeding like at a higher rate, uh, because obviously for those, I mean, I guess for the male population that's listening, um, we start bleeding. We usually, a period on average is four to five days. So, you know, as the first day is, is like the heaviest flow. And then as time keeps going, you, you bleed less until you're not bleeding again. But again, it's just, it's very, um, it's a very interesting process and it's very like, taxing so when you add birth control into the mix i don't think men understand this is what i want to say like i don't think the male population understands how much because it's been so normalized like 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 i feel like birth control for women has just been thrown out there like so regular and so normalized that we don't even question it it's just like oh okay well you're gonna get on birth control right and it's like no like what if i don't want to get on birth control what if like what if birth control has affected me in in fucked up ways previously like what if i don't want to take that you know what i mean cuz you're you're essentially putting in chemicals into your body you don't even know what you're putting into your body at the end of every day you know and may i add that you know a lot of these pills or just uh birth control um 
I guess, types of birth control, like you have to basically wing it. As a woman, you basically have to wing it. I can't tell you the amount of times that I I had gone on birth control. Um, I, I don't remember what how old I was, but I had gone on birth control and I had started to get like a higher appetite. Like my appetite was crazy. And it was to the point to where I wanted to eat everything and anything. And it was like, I started gaining a lot of weight. I started um, breaking out more. Um, I felt very fatigued. I had a lot of headaches. Like it was some random side effects. But the biggest thing that I had noticed was my appetite. Cause I hadn't, my appetite was not like that previously. Um, and I remember going to the doctors because I'm over here thinking, and I'm sure this is how a lot of young women think because we don't know otherwise. We're just kind of, you know, taking whatever the doctor tells us. I remember having like the doctor tell me, oh well, yeah, well, it's just the pill. This one may, may not work. Like, we'll just try another one. And I was sitting here like, what do you mean? We'll just try another one. Like, and, and that's, that's my point. Like one thing that they don't tell you about birth control is that you basically have to wing it. Like you have to go in there and wing it until one of them works. And if you, nine times out of 10, like a lot of women are winging it. They don't know like which one's going to work or not, because guess what? Like I said earlier, every woman's body is different and every woman's body is going to receive um, the birth control substance in a very different way. And you don't even know what your body's going to do with it half the time. So I'm not saying don't get on birth control. I'm saying, you know, do whatever your heart desires. But I'm just saying um, you should have the choice to not have to get on that. You know what I mean? And it's like, obviously, if you're having, um, if you're having active sex, and hopefully it's with, you know, a person that you trust, and stuff. But again, the biggest the biggest thing is accountability on both parties because sex is a is a two person um activity like it's not you know what i'm saying the babies are not made by yourself by yourself so it's just like what i what i want to what i want to say more than anything is that i'm just like exhausted as a woman uh seeing how when it comes to women's bodies okay yeah it can be tampered with um you need to be on birth control you need to do this you need to do that you need to take this pill you need to take a plan b and it's just like it's not that simple bro like it's just not and again like as women we should have the agency over our bodies to be able to say you know what i'm saying what the fuck we want inside of us and and don't um, and as a man, if you, you know, cause I've heard men that are like, oh, well, I just don't want to wear a condom. So like, she just needs to get on birth control. And it's like, yo, like, I understand. I mean, nobody really likes condoms like that. Um, duh, everybody who's anybody knows that, but at the same time, like, you know, you, there's other, there's other methods, you know, you could pull out, there's other, I'm not saying be reckless. That is not what I'm trying to say here, but I'm just saying like, at the end of the day, like you can't just sit here and be like, oh, well, I don't feel like wearing a condom. So she needs to get on birth control. Like, nah, you know, because at the end of the day that, or like forcing a woman to get a plan B every single time, because you're stressed about, um, uh, her getting pregnant or whatever the case, you know? Which I'm like, no shade, you know, plan B pills be coming through or whatever, like if you really need it um, and you really feel like, you know, there could be a possibility that you're pregnant, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the plan B pill also has side effects, people like all of these things have side effects. 
and they can really affect you, uh, your hormones, your body, your, just your, your chemicals, all of that. So also do your research because a lot of these side effects, you don't even know. And you're just kind of like, again, blindly walking through and we're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, let me just take this plan B. Oh yeah. Let me just do this. Let me do that. And it's just like, at the end of the day, what we need to be is just accountable on both parties. And you shouldn't be, let me just take the time to say that you also shouldn't be having sex with nobody that you can't trust. Um, especially if like something were to happen. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, everybody has their own, their own liberty and agency to do whatever the fuck they want. Um, I'm not telling you what to do in the bedroom, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying my biggest message is have agency over your body because that's important. And like, it is, it's your body at the end of the day, you know? So, um, I'm just tired, I guess, of seeing how men's, men's bodies are not really like, they're not to be tampered with. And a male body is like, well, no, y'all can't, what, a vasectomy, what are you talking about? But then it's like the moment, you know, a woman, a woman's body comes up, y'all telling us what to do with it. And it's just like, it's our body. It's not your body. It's not the government's body. It's nobody's body. Like it's our agency. Um, and yeah, as women, we have the right to be able to say whatever the fuck we want to do with our own bodies. Um, but yeah, I do feel that it is important that we start opening up the conversation to maybe developing some type of, uh, male birth control. That's not just a, a condom because that's not really birth control. Um, but yeah, we need to, we need to see, it'd be interesting to see later in next couple of years or decades, I don't know, um, the way humanity is, is evolving, um, how they start to develop some type of male birth control, because that my friends would be clutch. I think that would be the most clutch thing we could do as a society, because a lot of men be reckless with their penis. And you know what I'm saying? A women reckless too, um, I'm not taking sides here. We playing devil's advocate, but at the end of the day, um, you know, there would be a lot less recklessness because we all know that men will stick their penis in whatever hole. Um, and that's just a fact. So, um, yeah, I feel like it would help. It would reduce a lot of recklessness and a lot of, uh, baby. And also to answer the question directly, of the person that submitted this topic uh initially it was why the question was why isn't there more options for male birth control and my response to that is that we live in a society which i mentioned throughout this episode we live in a society that loves to tell women what to do with their bodies but the moment that we question a male body or we try to tell a male about his body or what he should do with his body it's like they're appalled and it's something that should not be brought up. So I feel like that is why there isn't male birth control options. It's not that there isn't um, the ability to develop male birth control because, um, hello, it's 2022. I'm pretty sure um, some scientists somewhere on earth can develop male birth control. But I do feel like that's what it is. And I feel like men um, you know, men have the, the softest egos on earth or the most fragile egos on earth. So it's like, I feel like a man's dick is like their biggest, like ego, um, no pun intended, but I feel like, I feel like when you try to control that or try to even remotely try to, <laughs> to, to control what 
they do with their body, it's like, uh-uh, you know, it's like they feel way more attacked. And, and of course, that's why it's easier to target women and easier to tell a woman like, oh, well, you need to take birth control. Well, you need to do this. You need to do this with your body. Um, so I, I do believe that's the main reason. And hopefully we'll see that changing in the next couple of uh, decades, years, whatever, because, um, yeah, I think it would be positive. So I just want to wrap this little episode up. Um, or yeah, episode by saying that, um, women are powerful as fuck and, you know, men are powerful in their own ways. And I think that it's time that we start respecting our bodies and respecting, you know, women for, you know, our, our bodies and not telling us like what it is that we need to do or whatever it is society is telling us to do with our bodies. I think it's time to have that agency fully and um, don't not let anybody dictate anything, especially the government. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I really appreciate anybody tuning in. Um, if you like this episode, go ahead and share it with somebody. Um, you know, give us a review down below. That really helps. And I will see y'all and or not see y'all, but y'all will hear me in my next episode.